0: Dan out here, Gonzaga Nation SI. Well, it continues to be busy times in the world of college basketball. The transfer portal, uh, as we've talked about on a number of occasions already, and we will update later this week, uh, in broader terms, in general college basketball terms, uh, has shown a tremendous amount of movement. There's been rumors on NIL about players leaving because they weren't paid or Uh, The school they were at didn't prioritize NIL and getting opportunities for players. So that's one another reason you're seeing movement in the portal besides uh, player fit or coaching coaches leaving or being recruited over uh, all those kind of things. But uh, what I thought I'd do today is focus on a couple Gonzaga targets and why they could possibly be. Good fits. Uh, two of them were actually just recently on campus. Uh, if you follow on social media, if you follow our our coverage, uh, you may have seen this. But the two players that were on campus uh, over the past weekend, and I think, are the two priorities. Uh, would be Ryan Nemhart from Creighton, younger brother of Andrew Nemhart, who obviously started his career at Florida, transferred to Gonzaga, uh, is now in the NBA with the Indiana Pacers, uh, and the other. Is Graham Ike from Wyoming. Ike is a name you haven't heard much about, I'm sure, over the past 18 months. And I'll share more with you why in a minute. But um, those I think are the top two targets. A couple other interesting targets uh for backcourt perimeter players. Uh Taryn Armstrong, uh, out of Cal Baptist, uh six five um point guard, terrific vision, I think, is someone to keep an eye out on. And then Stephen Ashworth, uh a combo guard out of Utah state can really shoot it. Uh, I think are um, definitely of interest as well, but you know, back to the two priorities or the guys that I think are the two priorities, Ryan Nembhard, um, you know, last year at Creighton, um, a really good team in the big East made a little bit of a run in the NCAA tournament, average 12 points four rebounds, nearly five assists with a good assist to turnover ratio split uh, 43% from the field, 80% from the line, in uh, about 36 from the three point line where he made about a, a three and a half, about 1.5 threes per game. But, you know, I don't think that shows the full story, the full picture. Um, he's a player that I think has a great IQ, a great understanding of the game. He plays with composure. He plays with a calmness about him, but he also plays with a, with a confidence factor uh, that is ne- necessary and needed for, for all good teams. Um, You know, some people are going to be asking, well, well, what does that do with Nolan Hickman? What does that do, uh, you know, for for maybe the recruitment of Zoom Diallo? Quite frankly, I don't think it does anything. I I think uh, Nolan Hickman's got a bright future for Gonzaga. I think Gonzagas can going to continue to recruit the heck out of Zoom Diallo. Um, But the thing is, is when you look at. Gonzaga's best teams in the last 24 years. Under Dan Monson and Coach Few, they've had two primary ball handler decision makers on the floor at most times. The initial run, Quentin Hall, Matt Santangelo, uh, myself and Blake Stepp, Josh Perkins, Nigel Williams, Goss, uh, Kevin Pangos, David Stockton, uh, Jalen Suggs, Andrew Nemhart. And when you look at last year's team, um, you know, Nolan Hickman, ball handler decision maker, Roger Bolton. Doesn't necessarily fit into that category. Neither does Malachi Smith. Hunter Salas was beginning to grow into that. Um, But that's the problem nowadays in college basketball. Not very many programs and coaches have time to let you grow into that. Uh, They need somebody to kind of plug and play, which is exactly, I think, what Ryan Nemhart would be. Uh, I think that would be a great pickup. Uh, The other one who I think is a a priority or should be a priority if he's not is Graham E.K., he originally committed in Northern Colorado for Jeff Linder, uh, when when Jeff Linder took the job at Wyoming, followed him there. Vastly undervalued coming out of high school, uh, and then he was a really good player in the Mountain West. Two years ago, he was All Conference in the Mountain West, where he averaged about nineteen and a half points, almost ten rebounds per game, over fifty percent from the field. Um, and then he was going into this past season, he was. Mountain West preseason player of the year injured foot missed the whole entire season reports are that he's healthy um, and that he's one of the quietly one of the most sought after bigs uh, on the transfer portal market. But when you look at Graham Ek's game big strong wide body left handed uh, low post presence doesn't gonna isn't gonna shoot it outside of 15 feet on occasion I mean he will make an occasional three but that's not a big part of his game he is a low post bruiser I've covered him uh many times calling games for CBS Sports Network in the Mountain West and he he's a version of Zach Randolph where he punishes you physically he gets deep post position. Uh he, he's able to back you down. He's got spin games, he's got footwork game, not to the point of Drew Timmy footwork, but he's got good footwork. Uh he's a willing passer, he's an understanding passer of when double teams come. He's a good screener in pick and roll situations. Uh, so I, I think he would be great on that end of the floor. Defensively, he's not a tremendous rim protector, although he 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 would fall in between rim protection of say, uh Drew Timmy and Shemit Karnowski. So, meaning he's not going to block a ton of shots, uh, but he is going to patrol the paint. He's going to be an inside presence. Um, defensively, I think he's good in that area, even though he doesn't block a lot of shots. Uh, the other thing would be uh, rem- I remember watching him, he's able to guard in single coverage. So, say Gonzaga faces a good big in the NCAA tournament, you're not going to have to double. He's going to be able to handle that defensive assignment on his own he's also pretty good uh, guarding and pick and roll coverages. so uh, I think he would be a tremendous asset he would be a tremendous get um, for for Gonzaga if that were able to come to fruition the other couples that a couple guys that I had mentioned Taron Armstrong point guard with size Uh, I think when you look at it great vision Uh, shooting ability um, you know from the clips that I've seen is to be determined but you know the way players rep out um, their, their, their fundamental base shooting at Gonzaga. It should improve. But the biggest thing you see is the size and the vision, the passing ability. Uh, Cause I think he averaged nearly or, around six assists a game. Um, so he would be an interesting one to keep an eye on. The other would be Steven Ashworth, Utah state uh, bit undersized six foot, six, one combo guard, but he can shoot the absolute heck out of the ball uh, was Top five in the country throughout most of the season in both three-point makes and three-point percentage. I'm not quite sure where statistically or ranking-wise he finished at the end of the year, but he can shoot it off the catch. He can shoot it off of the dribble. Um, you know his size doesn't deter me too much because uh, he is a better defender than his reputation um, gives him. Uh, he's he'll climb up into you he'll take things away he's able to take charges Uh, you know he's an older player um, who spent time at Utah State kind of worked his way up didn't play much then he played Then he was six man then then he burst onto the scene uh, and nearly doubled his scoring output this last season I want to say he averaged right around 17 a game uh, on a good Utah State team so a couple of names a couple guys to keep an eye on we will update more on the overall transfer portal because this thing just keeps growing. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, thanks for listening.